I'm Erin. And we're keeping busy. Keep it busy. We are not doing so well today. (laughs) So, um... Pavlova, huh? We did Pavlova this time. We did do Pavlova. So we, we left it kind of open so that we could do our own thing with it. I think that's just because we're indecisive. And we're like, oh, yeah. do you want this one or this one or this one or this one? And it's like, oh, why don't we each do our own thing? Because that just delays then the we decision just don't have for to us decide right now. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about yours. What kind did you end up doing? You said you were going to do layers. Did you? I lied. You lied. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. I'm a liar. You're a liar. Uh, Pants on fire. I used a recipe on Sally's baking addiction. Ooh. And uh, this recipe was really easy to follow. Uh, I did the meringue on the bottom, and then I decided to top with lemon curd. Ooh, I've, I saw a bunch of those. Yeah, it looked good. So I followed Sally's Baking Addiction lemon curd recipe, and then when I made the curd, I felt like it was just too heavy compared mm-hmm. to the Lightness uh, of the meringue. Yeah. So I whipped some cream and cut them together to lighten it up a bit and then i just threw berries on top i actually love that i actually love um lightening lemon curd with whipped cream Mm -hmm. i think it's it makes such an amazing (laughs) especially with berries it's so good with berries because you have that lemony tang and then you have the delicious sweet berries i did something very where who did i get it from Sweet and Savory by Shiny. I guess her name is Shiny. That's interesting. With two E's? With two E's, yes. It's um, just called Classic Pavlova. And she has hers. You do the meringue first, make a little well in it, fill it with whipped cream, top it with berries. She has strawberries and blueberries. I just did strawberries on mine because I also, I'm sure you were not surprised about this, topped it with chocolate shavings. Oh. So I did basically just the classic vanilla meringue on the bottom, except in addition to the vanilla extract, I did add a tiny, like less than a quarter of a teaspoon of, I have Fiori di Sicilia. It's Mm. kind of like an oil flavor essence or something from... King Arthur flour, and it's a combination of vanilla and citrus. Oh, that sounds lovely. So just adding a little bit of bright citrus flavor to the meringue, and then I did just the sweetened whipped cream and uh, the strawberries with chocolate shavings on top. On the side, I also did a little bit of just sugar macerated strawberries because I thought they would be a hit with my kids, and they were. Good job. (laughs) So I will say the one thing that I failed at is my oven always cooks too hot so my meringue browned and in the picture that she has she does an eight inch circle in the past when i've done pavlovas um they've always gotten so big and fluffy in the middle that i was never quite sure when they were done so i actually spread it out to probably more of a nine inch circle mine's a lot thinner than hers are in her picture but how did you like it I really liked it. <laughs> and this was my first experience with Pavlova, so I'm not sure if I did it right. But um, the the light, airy, kind of marshmallowy texture was really awesome. Uh, and you're just basically eating sugar. Yeah, it really is. 
<laughs> I will say that's the only, this is the first pavlova I've done where the meringue itself hasn't been chocolate. And Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not surprised, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is surprised. I always use very dark, dark, dark chocolate when I bake. So without the kind of bitter counterpoint of the chocolate, I really did think this was actually too sweet mm -hmm. and was wishing for like a cup of coffee or tea to to cut it just a little bit. I'm sure yeah. though with with the lemon curd, it may have been helpful too, you know, because mine was sugar, <laughs> a sugar base with sweetened whipped cream and then uh, sugared berries on top. So it was pretty, it's a pretty one-two punch of of sweetness. Yeah, I would say even cutting the lemon curd with whipped cream, it was texturally, if you got a piece with a lot of the lemon curd on top, um, you didn't get the, the benefit of, of the light fluffy texture of the, the meringue. Yeah. So, I mean, it tasted really good altogether, but I kind of missed the, the squish. Yeah. The squish texture. And I also, I don't think I let it set up fully. The meringue? Yeah. So this recipe, you have the oven at 350. When you put the meringue in, you immediately reduce the temperature to 200. And you let it cook for an hour and a half. Then you turn the oven off and just let it cool in the oven. Uh, I was bringing this to someone's house and I did not give enough time for it to set up. Um, so I think I only let it cool in the oven for like an hour and it was definitely still a little warm when I took it out, which I imagine the texture would have been a little bit more marshmallowy if I had let it cool all the way. Yeah, that's, it's interesting the, the difference in kind of methodology. Mine uses six egg whites and then for the pavlova, it cooks it at 300 degrees for 50 minutes. And then I just let it probably stay in the oven for maybe an hour and a half. I didn't let it stay in for, for all that long, but it was definitely cool by the time it came out. Again, that could be a product of the fact that I made a much thinner meringue than I should have. Mm -hmm. If you like meringues and you like something that's like angel food cake with even less work, <laughs> then, then this is a really good recipe for you. Yeah. Um, I will say I topped the entire thing with the whipped cream and the strawberries and the chocolate shavings so I could get a picture, even though my pictures are terrible. Um, but I probably should not have done that because it's probably going to get totally squidgy and disgusting. That's the thing. You definitely have to eat this like right. within a day. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to send you a picture of mine and you send a picture of yours. Okay. Do it. I'm going to do it. I feel like your presentation in this photo is just on point what you did a really good job oh my gosh i never now you can see the whole thing in the background a little slice up front very nice <laughs> tried to take a picture of the whole thing too but the lighting was just so ridiculously bad that i just couldn't even i i really piled the stuff on top of mine though yours is like nicely decorated mine just has <laughs> like i just dumped a bucket of strawberries on top which you can tell better in that second picture. Oh, look at it. It's just a mess of strawberries. You didn't even try to arrange them nicely. <sighs> you meaning me. Yours is so nice, though, with the blueberries and the strawberries and the super white meringue that it looks very patriotic. I was going to a Memorial Day barbecue. There you go. But I didn't do the colors on purpose. I think that's just 
want to hand around. <laughs> well, I thought I, I thought this the recipe I did came out great. There was no I know with the chocolate pavlovas I've done in the past, like I said, there is questioning of whether or not it was done, and I didn't feel like I had that problem with this one. Um, other than it overbrowning a little, which is just classic my oven. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with my oven that I have a thermometer in the thing, and it tells me it's a certain temperature. It always cooks things too fast. I don't know what that means. I thought my recipe was super straightforward and easy, so... I would definitely make it again if there was an occasion where we would eat it all at once. <laughs> right. That's tough because it's so sweet. You definitely have to, I feel like, bring it to a thing. Yeah, because you really don't need more than, you know, a slice. You don't, right. you don't need to go back for seconds. You're like, whew, that was good, and now I'm done. Yeah, my recipe was also very easy, but as I said, you need to start earlier than you think you do. Yeah. But I would definitely make this again. I thought it was really tasty with the lemon curd and the berries. So I thought that was fun. But I would be interested. I saw another recipe somewhere that used um, brown sugar, I think. Ooh, yeah, I would be interested for that. Yeah, different variations on it. That would be neat to try out. I like brown sugar in pretty much everything. Yeah, it pretty much makes everything better. I saw something that was a Black Forest take on a pavlova, which I thought sounded hmm. kind of good. And then I thought, but instead of Black Forest, what about German chocolate? Because <laughs> that's what I do. How can, how can I take this and put more chocolate in it? I mean, Black Forest already has chocolate, right? Isn't that a chocolate cake base? It is, yeah. More it's just not more chocolate, chocolate enough. Not chocolate okay. enough, no. My bad. I also considered at one point doing, like, a matcha meringue. Oh, that would be interesting. Just because I like in, especially in things that are lightly flavored, but also more on the sweet side, um, I think matcha is a really nice addition to things like a sponge cake or shortbread cookies. Um, it adds a little bit more flavor dimension, and you feel like something is kind of in there cutting the sweetness a little mm -hmm. so i thought about doing that but then i didn't end up doing it because i figured maybe a green meringue was just too much to ask of for my children's dessert because <sighs> they might go ew i want to eat it yucky <laughs> i feel like that would be good in like if you made a little mini pavlovas yeah that would be nice those little mini pavlovas that do look really nice yeah they're really cute i would like some kind of piping mechanisms so that I could make them look like beautiful little baskets like people do. Ooh, that would be a good thing for Easter, little Easter treats. <gasps> it would be. I actually saw some that were specific. Oh my gosh, I saw one. I wonder if I can find it and send it to you because it was specifically Easter themed and it just looked like Easter. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to say it because I can't think of what it looked like. Uh, it was very pastel and baskety. <laughs> <laughs> basket like or nest -like. sounds lovely sounds very eastern <laughs> i'm i'm really good at remembering things <laughs> so what else have you been up to um honestly nothing i've been <laughs> so stinking lazy i thought i was lazy last time we talked i've just gone to a new a new level <laughs> i have done i've done very little actually okay that's a lie it's just that i've been doing different things i've been trying to clean my house i'm not a good house cleaner. I don't keep up on things as much as I should. So every once in a while, it really 
hits me all of a sudden as I walk around my home how disgusting it is. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start doing crazy things like taking a toothbrush to my baseboards and like cleaning things that no one would ever even notice because I just all of a sudden realized how gross everything is. So that's what I was doing. I cleaned a lot this week. Good job. Yeah. What about you? (laughs) What are you doing? I have not done much this week. Right when the last episode came out, I got uh, doctor permission to start exercising again. And I'm pretty proud of myself. I've been working out a lot, trying to get rid of those baby pounds. But then, you know, I'm exhausted before the workout because I'm not getting much sleep. And I definitely don't have energy after it to do anything except for sit around. Yeah. So one thing that I am going to try and do is finish up these cactuses. Um, My little crocheted cactuses that I was trying to make. Uh, It was from a kit that my sister got me for Christmas. And she is coming to visit this coming weekend. So I'm going to try and crank out the last of the crocheted cactuses for my little display pot where I I think I want four total and I've made two and then I just make the pot and I'm done. Cool. So we'll see if I can do that. And be like, hey, see, look, I did it. I did the thing that you bought me. Thank you. I'm impressed you can do anything. I would just be like, look, everyone, I have a newborn. So good night. (laughs) (laughs) I I was awake and now I'm going to bed. I don't have to do anything else. If my child is asleep, so shall I be. Yes. That's why I didn't do anything in the last two weeks. It's it's a solid plan. Yeah. But, gonna try and get back into it a little bit. So, upcoming, Mm -hmm. we are going to do something that we've been talking about at least with each other, if not on the actual podcast. Yeah, I don't know if it's made it into the podcast. We are going to make a uh, treat that my grandmother used to make that is wonderful in the summertime, and it's pretty simple, and I don't know what to call it except for a jello layer cake. Sounds like a valid name, except I can't seem to find anything like that under the name jello layer cake. <laughs> yes, I tried to search for it too. I, I eventually had to text my mother, and she took a picture of the uh, recipe card that uh, my grandmother had written out. So I, I will send you that picture if you'd like. Cool, I would love it. The basics are uh, you take a jello mold or you know a bunt cake pan type thing and you put a layer of jello, whatever flavor you want, then a thin layer of angel food cake, then another layer of jello flavor, another layer of angel food cake, and a third layer of jello. So the second and third layers of jello, whether you have already put in the angel food cake do they just get poured right on top of the angel food cake yes now the trick is you need to let each layer set up before you put the angel food cake in but uh yeah you pour it you know what i gotta double check that recipe thing because now i'm wondering if you let the jello set up a little bit in a separate bowl and when it's like 50% set up, then you pour it in because yeah, it didn't it really like, soak into the cake. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like the second and third layers would just be getting poured into the, right, you, like sponging up the into the angel food cake. You don't want the jello liquid when you pour it in, but you don't want it completely set up. 
So it's, I think that's gonna be the, the tricky thing is finding the right level of set to, to pour it in. And so this is something that we would have frequently. You cut a slice and put some whipped cream on top and it's a wonderful summertime treat. Very cool and refreshing. You could pick any Jello flavors you want. Now, what did your grandmother traditionally use for flavors? Um, she stuck to the berry flavors. There's no lime or lemon or anything like that. Uh, I recall, I think it was like three different red colors. <laughs> like a strawberry, raspberry, and I don't know, something else. Maybe occasionally we would see a blue, but it was mostly the reds. I want, I really want to find like an actual picture of this. Uh, yeah. I, I really tried to search for it online and I could not could not find anything. Uh, I think my grandmother just called it jello cake. I added the layer as a descriptor because there are very obvious layers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there are obvious layers. Jello cake is something else to most of the world. It is not a jello poke cake. There's no poking involved in this cake. You do not poke the cake. There are some beautiful jello things, jello creations. There are also some hideous jello creations. <laughs> yes. Some Frankensteinian jello creations. Oh my goodness. This is a. They clearly had a bundt cake pan. They dropped an angel food cake in the center of it. Like it has a core of an angel food cake instead of layers of angel food cake. Yeah, but that way it looks really scary. <laughs> it reminds me of the blob. It reminds me of uh, The Office when. Dwight gets his stapler <laughs> I know. <laughs> suspended in jello. Oh my gosh, that's so good. <laughs> uh, when we post our pictures, I'll um, include a recipe. Since it's the only one in existence. Super special. Super special. I, I can't believe I can't find it. Because your grandma made it up and Maybe. it doesn't exist otherwise. Maybe. Cream cheese jelly layer cake? Now that sounds crazy. Isn't that what the British people call it? Jelly? Is like, that a thing? They call jello jelly? Yeah. Is that a thing? I feel like if I were British and I were going to eat jello, I would just call it gelatin. I would call it gelatin dessert. <laughs> 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 oh, what's for di- what, what are we having after dinner? Oh, we're having a gelatin dessert. Ooh, they fancy it up. Well, uh, we will be putting pictures up of our beautiful pavlovas on Facebook. I don't think we put last episode's I pictures up. because I've been super lame. I was going to do it today, and then I forgot again. I haven't done it, so we'll both have to do that. If your grandmother also made something like what I just described, uh, let me know, because that would be really neat. <laughs> Send us an email at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook, where we post um Uh, links to the recipes we use and pictures of our wonderful creations i hope you guys make some jello creations in the meantime something that is delicious and wonderful and summery and you can write into us and tell us all about it whether your grandma made it or you just came up with it on your own or you found on some kind of crazy jello site can't make our recipe because we didn't share with you yet but (laughs) you can make your own I don't want to hear about no poke cakes, though. No poke cakes. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. Uh, Until next time, we'll be keeping busy. Or taking naps. Either one. (laughs) Both are legitimate. Both are totally legitimate.